Now let's talk about ads. If you are a cannabis brand, you know ad options are limited. Chronic Gals now has advertising space available. If you want to learn more about our ad packages, email us at chronicgals at gmail.com. Now grab your stash. It's time for the show. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and their very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Welcome to Chronic Gals! Hello, hello! We have been on a little break Oh, yes, I, this is Ashleen And I'm Riley And we've been on a little break Yes, we have um, I mean, we forgot how to do the intro Yeah, so. we did That's okay, we're, we're ro- Today we're rolling with it mm-hmm. We're just rolling with the punches We're super excited to be back Yes, we are I'm so Riley excited. is back on the West Coast I am back, back in Washington yes. After an extended leave across the entire country Yeah, I drove across the country and then back we drove in a circle. It's great. It's It was a long time. I don't even know, like, the actual total hours, but I would like to do that math. How many miles? It was, like, 6,000 um, It was, right? ju- like, just under 8,000 miles. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's like a couple miles under 8,000 That's miles. crazy. Yeah. But we're going to talk about this more yes. um, on Chronic Gals After Dark, number six. Which, which would have is, been... Yeah, which is, our, which is our last one, um, posted yeah. last Thursday. Yeah. If I posted time. and hosted last Posted Thursday. and hosted and toasted. So if you want to hear all about Riley's trip, make sure you tune into that. Yeah, um, go back and listen. We'll wait for you. Yeah. So Just I'm, kidding. You can wait. You can listen, listen on. Listen, yeah. yeah. Whenever. You, whenever. Time is yours. Life is yours. <laughs> you choose. Um, but today, since now we're back together, we've both been kind of offline a lot. Um, yeah, just, I have no idea what was going on in the world. Yeah, blinders up for the Thanksgiving yeah, holiday. Yeah, But we do know that the Moore Act uh, was just passed in the House of Representatives. Yes. Um, if you haven't been paying attention to cannabis news either, um, we'll go into what the Moore Act is yeah. here gonna, in a second. We're going to research it and learn about it because we, theoretically, it's a really great great thing that, like... Something is being passed in the House of Representatives because it's just, like, on its way to, you know, like, being federally legal. But um, at closer inspection of what what the MORE Act actually is and, like, entails, we're going to, like, we're going to see what it really means and, like, what's actually going on, so... We're going to do the reading so you don't have to. Yeah. And we're going to get high doing it. Obviously. Because that's who we are. So I hope you guys have fun with this episode. Um, It's literally just, we're going to research as we go. So um, hopefully we can, you can follow along. We'll try to like tie it into a bow at the end and just like. We're going to all, we're going to learn and process and get high together. So I hope you guys have your stash. Ashleen has a bounty from the herbery. And honestly, I think this was like 55 bucks for all of this or something. Yeah, I have... I'm looking at four joints and a total of... A quarter. A quarter of flour. Yeah. Wow. A lot of, lot of, lots of options. Great. Let's rattle... I'm just going to rattle off what we have. Okay, great. For, a little bit. Um, so we have Breathworks Nature by Nature's Reserve from Orgro. It smells really good. It does I opened smell it really good. and I was blown away. Don't know anything about the strain. Little strain wow. lineage. I'm wondering if there's grandpa's breath really in there. Just because of the breath work. Or what exactly? I imagine but. that. Um, we have Dog Walker OG Baby Buds. BB Buds? BBs. Really nice sativa, or you know, uplifter. Cedar Creek, really nice, like energy giver. Smells excellent as well. Great for walking one's dog. Yes, aptly named. Oh, duh. Aptly named. (laughs) Um, and then we have a pre-roll from Fat Panda Element One Fifteen, which is Animal Mints and Weird Science. We have a pre-roll from Indoor Sunshine. Uh, strain is. Pineapple sorbet for anyone who's taking notes. Hopefully you are all taking notes. Um, another Fat Panda pre-roll. Cherry cookies. And Stone Age CB Double Rainbow. Infused joint. Oh, it's infused. But also CBD-ed. CBD-ed. CBD Double. Oh, it's actually like mostly CBD. 
Yeah. Cool. Blue love Skittles it. by Pineapple by Bulk CBD. I love a relaxation moment. Love that. Yeah. <sighs> what should we start oh with for this? I feel like we need to have like a spin the bottle type of a sit- setup where we like set things up. And then we have like a um, a, spinner. a spinner. We need like a game spinner. Yeah, we need like the life. Well, we're not going to do that now. Um, <laughs> or what if we did? What if we're gonna we're gonna roll? We're gonna spin the lighter. I was just gonna say spin the lighter or twirl the Palo Santo or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry for all you listeners who are listening. Okay. Ooh, element 115. Element 115, Fat Panda. Cool. This is the Animal Weird Science Cross. Yeah. And it's a beautiful label. It is beautiful. There's like a cute little dog polar bear nose with some like sunglasses and like a nice like sunset Sunset scene. over maybe some rocks, like desert type scenario. Yeah. Cool. Just I literally just got lost in that yeah. label. I haven't even smoked it yet. So good. So good. Oh, okay. Okay. So, let's get into the more act of 2020. Okay. Uh, So, more stands for Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act of 2019. Um, And this is the, from the Congress website. This is like the summary of the bill. Um, This bill decriminalizes marijuana. Specifically, it removes marijuana from the list of scheduled substances under the Controlled Substances Act and eliminates criminal penalties for an individual who manufactures, distributes, or possesses marijuana. The bill also makes other changes, including the following. Replaces statutory references to marijuana and marijuana with cannabis, uh, marijuana with a J and marijuana with an H, with cannabis... Uh, requires the Bureau of Labor Statistics to regularly publish demographic data on cannabis business owners and employees, Okay. establishes a trust fund to support various programs and services for individuals and businesses in communities impacted by the war on drugs, imposes a 5% tax on cannabis products and requires revenues to be deposited into the trust fund, makes small business administration loans and services available to entities that are cannabis-related, legitimate businesses or service providers, Prohibits the denial of federal public benefits to a person on the to a person on the basis of certain cannabis-related conduct or convictions. Prohibits the denial of benefits and protections under immigration laws on the basis of a cannabis-related event. Establishes a process to expunge convictions and conduct sentencing review re, sentencing review hearings related to federal cannabis offenses, and directs the Government Accountability Office to study the societal impact of cannabis legislation. Wow. Legalization. Legalization. The societal impact of cannabis legalization. Thank you. (sighs) I like... I already blanked out. I was just going to say, reading that, I was just like reading the words. Obviously, I didn't even read the words correctly. But let's break that down. Because there were things that I heard that I liked. And there were things that I heard that I was like, huh? Right. I guess, is there more on this website? Or is that the bottom? Well, this is the summary. So I think if you click into here, it like has the rest. And the status of this bill is that it has just, it was just passed the House of Representatives. So now it's on its way to the Senate. If it passes the Senate, then it'll go to the president to be enacted into law. Um, But the thing is, like, there have been multiple um, cannabis, just cannabis acts in general, um, but also specifically ones that are involved expungement and criminal, criminal records. Mm-hmm. that passed the House, and then they just can't get out of the Senate. And I don't remember if that's just, like, the past four years during the Trump administration, or if that's been true. I think it's been true for, like, years. Yeah. I'm, I no like, even that. into the Obama administration. But, um, so, it's... It, and it didn't even make it through the House without amendments and changes. Right. yeah. Of course. Like, we mm-hmm. all knew that, that was going to happen. This is, like... They make it, they write this shit so it's impossible for regular people to read. Yeah. To read. I'm like, okay. By striking means any substance and inserting the following Mm -hmm. means any substance and by striking at the, yeah, I don't even, 
basically they're, they're all just it's just striking all of these things from these other amendments. Well, for the beginning. For the beginning. One piece of it. See, and this is why we need to find journalists who we trust who can, like, go through all of this information with us. Dude, I'm sure that there's someone we can talk to. Well, I really like Marijuana Moment. They are a a privately, not privately, but independently funded. I think it's all community funded. They have, like, a Patreon and people donate and subscribe and stuff. But um, the guy who runs it is, like, was, like, a top political journalist for a long time <clears throat> and then he switched over and uh, made uh, marijuana moment and they do excellent reporting nice. yeah so <clears throat> tokativity posted about the more act on instagram which is how i found out that it was kind of like questionable because they posted a thing that they're no longer supported and they quoted that Section 5923E, and I think Section 5922A were things to read, so maybe we can, like, go find that and read what that is. Um, what, what are the sections again? 5923 or 22. So this just says... <clears throat> Yeah, application for a permit. In general, every person before commencing business as a cannabis enterprise and whenever the secretary says shall make an application for a permit, um, which I think is a federal permit is what this is saying. Yeah. Um, application shall be in the form... The secretary shall prescribe and shall set forth truthfully and accurately the information. Okay, and then... So they don't like the fact that you have to get licensed once first in your state... And federally. Mm-hmm. And then this is what Tokativity is saying. Yeah. There's, yeah. Okay, so it's, uh, so this is from the Tokativity post. Of the amendments made, a federal permit will ma- now be required. And this section, 5923E, makes it possible to deny those permits for people with cannabis convictions. So it's preventing people, especially. Uh, BIPOC communities mm-hmm. who tend to have the uh, majority of... majority of the cannabis convictions exactly, <coughs> and of course BIPOC is Black Indigenous people of color. Mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know that, um, yeah. So, so their stance is that this federal permit, which makes it possible to deny, or just I'm sorry. So the permit. Um, which can be denied to a person based on their cannabis convictions, will will box out yeah. black, indigenous, people of color, who, this is the reason we want to expunge records in right. the first place. is because So these, we can invite them into the industry that they created. Right. Right. I mean, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit off air, like before we started recording, and I just don't understand, like, I don't understand why, so did we mention that this this piece of it was an amendment that was added before the Moore Act was passed in the House? It was like, this thing had to be added for enough people to agree to pass it. I think so. Cool, so now we can research it. Just days after voting to federally legalize marijuana, the House of Representatives approved a separate bill meant to promote research into the plant, in part by allowing scientists to access cannabis from state legal dispensaries. Mm. Oh, that's good, because that was... They had to get it from their own... The own farm that the government... The in, yeah, Mississippi. That didn't fucking grow weed. <clears throat> yeah. Um... In a voice vote, the chamber passed the Bipartisan Medical Marijuana Research Act, which previously advanced out the House Energy and Commerce Committee in September. Well, I just, I mean, I feel like that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Good. Because, yeah, look, here later in the article it says, for half a century, researchers have only been able to study marijuana grown at a single federally approved facility at the University of Mississippi. But they have complained that it is difficult to obtain the product and that it is of low quality. Yeah. 
Indeed, one study showed that the government cannabis is more similar to hemp than to the marijuana that consumers actually use in the real world. That's so funny because no one wants to grow weed for the government. Right. (laughs) No one, unless, except a narc would take that job. Yeah, apparently the University of Mississippi. The new House-passed bill would mandate that the Drug Enforcement Agency license, oh, it would mandate that the DEA license additional growers and make it so there would be no limit on the number of additional entities that can be registered to cultivate marijuana for research purposes. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. So, so I could be can... like, I'm growing weed for research! <laughs> <laughs> These are all my plants! <laughs> yeah. I don't do anything with this. <laughs> this to... is just research. Right, right. But you just have to uh, get licensed by the DEA to do that. Oh, that's sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though. Well, I mean, like in Canada, like we learned from Allison, they sell their weed to the government and then they buy their weed from the government. That's true. Which also seems like a really complicated, messy system. Oh my gosh. There's so many messy systems. Y'all, we don't really know what we're doing out here. Nobody knows. No one really knows. No one making the decisions... For everybody else understands this industry. Yeah. Like, We're like all making it all. up as we go along. <clears throat> yeah, that's literally just like the whole thing. We're all just making it up. <laughs> but that's, not, that's like, like literally true of life. No, it's so, yeah. Like, yeah. Life is an experiment. You're supposed to just like fail and figure out what doesn't work for you so that by knowing what doesn't work for you, you know it does exactly. work for you. Wow. Oh. Wait, what did that headline say? We'll scroll back up to the top. Majority of Republican voters support House-passed marijuana legalization bill. No shit, because Republicans smoke weed, too. Yeah. Hello. I don't, like, newsflash. I know. This is not a one side or the other. No, everybody smokes, like, everybody, weed. Smokes weed. everybody smokes weed. Everybody smokes weed. Everybody smokes weed. Even, like, super religious people smoke weed. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, like, they're, we're everywhere. Come on. We're everywhere. Okay. Take that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, like, three days ago, right? Oh, you don't know. Oh. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, my gosh, was that? Okay, listen to this. I think if this is what, we're so, okay, we're scrolling marijuana moment, and yes, okay. There is a headline that is, that reads, GOP lawmaker files complaint over Democrats' marijuana mask worn during the House legalization debate. Should I click it? Please click it. Because if you motherfuckers don't have something better to do, <laughs> Seriously? then file complaints oh, because some other motherfucker is wearing a weed leaf on their fucking face. Like, get a life. <laughs> Literally, hug your mom, call your mom, get a life. Oh, I can't. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Okay. Uh, yeah, so apparently during the House legalization debate, God, eat one of the Democratic- Some lunch. <laughs> One of the Democratic representatives wore a face mask with images of marijuana leaves, and I like you Which literally have pants like this. Like, I do. It's not. It's it's not even offensive. It's no. Beautiful colors of green. We'll, yeah. we'll tag this link somewhere or post it. I don't know. <laughs> He's wearing, he, like, this is literally one of the cutest masks. It's, like, crisscross leaves. Like, you can't even you can't, tell you unless can you're looking up at even, it. It's not I mean, anything I, offensive. There's no. no, like, stoner eyes on it. No. no. No, the weed leaf isn't smoking weed. You no, know, like, like, this is a Tommy Bahama shirt, but instead of palm leaves, it's, it's weed plants. Yeah, okay, get a life. <laughs> Eat a dick. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, this is, okay, here we go. This is the quote from Representative Jim Banks from Indiana. He would be from Indiana. Um, in his letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, legality aside, it's unbecoming for a House member to wear clothing that promotes the use of any recreational drugs on the House floor. It's a clear violation of the House's code of conduct, which prohibits all behavior that does not reflect credibly, creditably on the House. Hey, did you know that everything, like, oh my god, this is totally, what is this, the, the Constitution? Yeah. The, the Constitution is written on hemp. Seriously. So. Seriously. Smoke some weed and get over it. Seriously. Thank you. 
Jeez. Like, and meanwhile, everybody on his staff is cracked out on caffeine and, you know. What's, uh, what's the ADHD medication? Adderall, Adderall, Ritalin. I'm clearly part of the times. Right? Right? Like, you know, and like drinking, like, he's probably drinking some scotch as he's speaking this. Right. You know? Yeah, this is literally, like, drunk texting. Don't. (laughs) Sit down. Drunk texting Nancy Pelosi and telling her that somebody wore a weed mask on the floor. What the fuck? Oh my gosh, okay. So... Thank you, Marijuana Moment, for providing the truth. I just... Yeah. So I I saw that on, like, the local news, because mom was watching it, and I just... I heard... I think I heard the guy say it, and then I read the headline, and I... It was like in passing, and then it was was off, and I was like... Yeah, it was gone before you could realize what it was. Is he really upset about weed leaves on a mask? There's nothing else that this guy can do. There's no other laws that he can he can pass. Right. There's no other file. There's no other complaints. Right. You have to do that. Like, just get over it. It's right. not even anything. Right. Oh it's God. the same thing as, like, him wearing a blue tie versus him wearing a red tie. Like, really, uh, get over it. I meant that he wore a bow tie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wow, we should read the news more often. Yeah. House passed marijuana legalization bill would add 17, sorry, $13.7 billion to federal budget, congressional analysts say. That is a headline on Marijuana Moment. Are going to read Interesting. it? I don't know. Do you want to? Sure. I mean, I, I would assume this would be coming from that 5% tax that it mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not, yeah, revenue yeah. tax, which means that would, all of our weed would go up another 5% in cost. I mean, could you imagine? Where oh were God. you? Dude. Was it Illinois? Dude. Where you? How? Okay, tell the story. You paid so much for weed in Illinois. Illinois. I wish I had. Get it together. Okay, one, I wish I had the receipt with me because I I blacked out how much I spent. <laughs> I'm literally going to find the picture. You sent me a picture. <laughs> okay, so we were in at the southern Illinois in nowhere, nowhere Illinois, driving from St. Louis to Virginia. And we're like, oh shit, like Illinois just, we, we can go into it, we could go by weed in Illinois. Because you're trying to like hit all the legal states, you know. And we were running low on weed anyway. And so we're like, we're just going to hit Illinois and it'll be great. So we find this dispensary. We go, I, I go in. I, it's like, it, it's so, it, it was just like a box with like a rope line that you had to follow and then like display cases all around the the walls and then the bud tenders were on top of a platform so they could look over the display case but everything was like super high up it was really weird and I didn't really understand what was happening but they were like you could go to Cindy I'm not really sure what her name was but she can help you out so I go over to this lady who's next to a computer and I'm like I'm from out of town. Are there any farms to try? Like, what, what what's, what's good, good, man? And she's like, I've never, no one has ever asked me that question before. I'm how, like, okay, how long has Illinois been legal? Probably, like, two days. Yeah, right, like, it's, like, I don't new. even think that, yeah, they, so, I was like, okay, well, what do you, like, what, I'm from out of town. I, I obviously have a Washington license, so I'm just curious what do you smoke? And she's like scrolling through and she's like, okay, well, do you want like pre-rolls or cards or whatever? So I'm like, we had pre-rolls. Let's just do that. And I'm looking. Oh yeah. Legal, legal, uh, in Illinois, January 1st, 2020. So it's been a pandemic year. So, (laughs) so God, but I bought, what was it? Uh, Three and a half grams. I think you posted on your Instagram. I did. Which you might be able to find it in your archive because I yeah. can't find the picture. I I bought like three three, three and a half grams of flour in pre-roll form for $75, I think. And then like a half gram cart. A half gram cart for like another $75. I'm not really <laughs> sure what happened. It's definitely in, it's definitely in there somewhere, but... What the fuck, you guys? Like, I get that, like, it might be inaccessible or y'all's, like, taxes must be, like, fucking crazy. But it is so inaccessible. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. 
Okay, that's not. Oh my god, it's bad. But <laughs> okay, so no, you, but it's no. once you add the tax no. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and everything is pre-tax, which stop doing that. Yeah. Just add the tax to the price so that everybody knows what they're fucking paying. Right. And they're not guessing some crazy like two and a half percent plus eight point five percent tax. Which is standard practice in Washington, I think. Yes. And in Oregon? I don't know. I Maybe don't know. not in Oregon. But maybe they can't do it because things are taxed differently, so it's, like, tough, but I don't know. Fucking figure it out. (laughs) So, I got two and a half grams, not even three and a half grams, two and a half grams of pre-roll, um, 42.52 for two and a half grams, and then a half gram cart for (laughs) 68.54. For a subtotal of one eleven oh six, plus the tax of thirty six forty nine <laughs> for two items for two items for less than an eighth and a half gram cartridge, I shit my pants. I spent one hundred and forty seven dollars and fifty five cents. The the lady the bartender was like, "It's way more expensive." Oh yeah, here. she Didn't definitely she told. That? Yeah, she was like, "Oh, it's really expensive here." And then she was like, they just gave us a, like a $2 raise, so now we can like afford the weed. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> get in, get, stop, please. I don't know. Do better. Oh, Illinois. So I really Ooh. hope that y'all can get it Stoners in Illinois maybe, need to get up. Chicago. Chicago. You guys need to We talk. were so far away from Chicago. Oh, I know. I but, know. Like, but. And like, <clears throat> if... If anybody is trying, and I don't know what their medical program is. I don't know if they have a medical program. I don't know really much of anything about Illinois. But if they. Yes, on the medical campus. Okay. According to Wikipedia. I hope that you medical users get an extreme discount. Oh my Because gosh, if seriously. you are paying this much money for your medicine, might as well just take some pharmaceuticals and just, you know, like. Yeah. It is so inaccessible. Yeah. To, or and grow where, your own. Especially where we were. Mm-hmm. We were not by money at all. Yeah, you like were we in, the were in the middle of nowhere. Which is probably why it was so expensive. But even then still, it makes yeah. more we should have it was just like the people who live who shop in that dispensary probably can't afford fucking sixty five dollar half gram carts. I yeah. But I mean I yeah, I mean it was busy and I yeah, it was just such a culture shock. Yeah. For sure. And then I, like, also want to think back to when, oh my god, sorry everybody, I just kicked the chair. Um, when we first legalized in Washington, was it that expensive? It yeah. was that expensive. It was almost that expensive. Mm. It was 75% tax. Like, all said and done, there was a 75% tax that was added to the cost. That's insane. So, yeah, we were getting, like, $12, $15 gram pre-rolls. Or we were we were spending $15 oh, on yeah, gram yeah, pre-rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that time, at the very beginning of the market, even though I was 21, I was still buying from my dealer. You know? That's like, true. I didn't go to the dispensaries until... I honestly didn't buy from a dispensary until I started working at the Herbery. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when I went to a dispensary for the first time. And I honestly can't remember. It wasn't when you... Oh, you were 21 already. Because you yeah. turned, it happened in when you were in New York. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember that time of my life. But. Yeah, I don't know. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was super expensive. I know, like, the actually yeah. the owners of the herbery were instrumental in getting those taxes lowered. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they, so now I think it's like 45% tax that's instead good. of 70-something percent. And at least, I mean, we can But buy. now, so, like, thinking of that and thinking of Illinois, like, if there's an additional 5% revenue tax yeah. that is going mm-hmm. to the federal government that is that is uh, uh, projected to bring in almost $14 billion for the Fed, federal government, like, that's oh a God. lot of fucking money. That's, so that's, money. that's really putting a lot of burden on weed smokers, you know? Like, we're yeah. smoking weed to relax, and now all of a sudden it's getting so, so expensive. True. It's going to be out of reach, you know, with all of these additional taxes and You're things, just trying to you bump know? Us out. 
It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. They're trying to make it an elitist product when it's not, it's literally meant for everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to work. That's the thing. Whatever they're trying to do, it's just not going to work because it's just not in alignment with cannabis. Right. And with what people are feeling and thinking now. Yeah. I feel like it's so, like, I feel like politicians are so out of touch with what the industry actually needs. Like, they come and they try to listen. You know, like, I know the uh, Washington State uh, uh, liquor cannabis board like they oh. would actually uh, like work with um, the uh, what are they called the yeah the cannabis alliance I can't remember what they're called the WACA Washington Alliance of Cannabis no Washington, I don't know whatever WACA is what it's called Washington they would actually like do sit downs <laughs> with WACA members and yeah. the LCB to find out what people needed and what they needed to prioritize and work on that year and they that was like Nice. It was so that was awesome. It was like there was that you know connection, but that doesn't that still doesn't go necessarily to the politicians mm-hmm. who take it back to DC, right? Who are then like debating these these acts when they then people don't really have any actual sense of what's going on with their constituents in the industry, right? Which is a, like a whole huge problem with politics right now. Anyway. Anyway, right? Is that politicians don't have any touch with what's actually going right. on with their constituents. Right. So. Um, so, if basically, <coughs> if you are someone in your area who actively talks to the government about weed, call us. Let Talk to us. Yeah. We are live on Instagram every other Thursday. Seriously. Catch us there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had Tara Pitchford on numerous times and she's really our like one link to the government right yeah. now. yeah <laughs> just because like she is part of the cannabis alliance mm-hmm. in washington and i went to lobby day with her so i mean she's just like super accessible maybe we can talk to her i don't know she can be our federal politi- politic correspondent yeah, yeah but seriously like if you know any of this like we're just talking out loud how we are processing mm-hmm. all of this so if you know more than we do, oh yeah, please let us know. Yeah, I would love to learn about this. Same. Where I don't have to read a bunch of. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> I tune. My brain just turns off. Well, it's that's what the great thing about like experts mm-hmm. are is that they are like passionate about this subject, mm-hmm. and if they can distill it down <laughs> for me in a way where I can get the highlights and get yeah understand what's going on yeah then. Like, let's have a relationship and let's talk about this. And I guess that's the great thing about having a podcast is totally. that we can just, we can make these conversations happen. We can. So if you guys have any questions or things that yeah. you're wondering, let that us know awesome. and we will, we will investigate for you. Um, what else do we want to learn about the MORE Act? What else do we think? Should we, I kind of want to go down that like summary list it had at the beginning again and just kind of think about what like mean? piece by piece, you know? Okay. Let's do it. Okay, so first off, this bill decriminalizes marijuana. Right. Which is excellent. That's a pro. Are we going to pro-con this? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) This bill decriminalizes marijuana. Obviously, we want to see it decriminalized. This would mean not that it's legalized, but that it is no longer a criminal act to be in possession of it. Yes. Um, Which is excellent. And this is federally. Yeah. Um. It also, oh, specifically, it removes marijuana from the list of scheduled substances under the Controlled Substances Act. That's cool. And eliminates criminal penalties for an individual who manufactures, distributes, or possesses marijuana. That's cool. So, yeah, eliminates uh, and criminal penalties, great. Removes it from the scheduled list of scheduled substances, great. And then this is where it, that bullet list... Where we both kind of went blank. Yeah. Begins. So we can go bullet by bullet yeah. and talk about each one. Replaces statutory references to marijuana and marijuana with a J and with an H with cannabis. Love that. I like that. Do we know about why we're trying to like get rid of the word marijuana or lessen marijuana in the public uh, vocab? Um. So marijuana historically has been used as like a racist term to people who like brown people brown and black people and people of color who like use marijuana it, back in the fucking what's his name harry a- 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 Anslinger. 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 
cannot um, say that name. I know, me neither. It's not worth It's saying. not, not that worth guy. pronouncing. Correctly. But yeah, no, he used it um, to like make it seem like I'm just I'm not explaining this very well. It's like Okay, this is going to sound so bad, but it is so bad. Good white folk don't use yeah. marijuana because that's what the Mexicans and yeah. the blacks use. Yeah, and that's what the jazz singers use. And that's yeah. what the, like, the criminals and the, like, you know, urban people. Yeah. So. And it makes you go crazy. Yeah, like So that's why, so it's like, brown and black people are crazy. Yeah. And so it's just been, it's just like, who, like, I wouldn't even have known that unless I learned about it. What, the marijuana thing? Mm-hmm. That marijuana is a racist term? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think, I mean... And this is something that's only, like, come about in the last couple of years. Yeah. That where people are really pushing the word cannabis, which yeah. is, it's its true name is cannabis. It's, yeah. Science over marijuana. And I'm glad. I'm glad to know this information. I know. Me too. I like cannabis. I like I, cannabis. I mean, I, I do feel like calling it cannabis legitimizes it a little mm-hmm. bit. It do, It is just like a... A stronger name, a truer name for it than marijuana. Yeah, I agree. So, okay, thumbs up. Four thumbs up for yeah. <laughs> replacing that with cannabis. Yes. Um, next bullet point requires the Bureau of Labor Statistics to regularly publish demographic data on cannabis business owners and employees. I like that. I like that. That means we get to know who... Transparency. Yeah, transparency and who's who in the business. Yeah, who's doing what in the business, yeah. too. <clears throat> yeah, so we can be more equitable. Mm-hmm. Establishes a trust fund to support various programs and services for individuals and businesses in communities impacted by the war on drugs. Great. Right? I like that. Unless, oh. I, I just hope, I just... It needs to be distributed correctly. Yeah. Like, it sounds great, Yeah, but do I trust that someone, whoever's on the board of that is going to be... Someone who really knows. Right. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Right. So we'll see about that. And then, so this next bullet point actually goes back to what we were talking about, about this 5% tax. So it says, imposes a 5% tax on cannabis products and requires revenues to be deposited into the trust fund. This brings up a new Mm. question. Would you pay an additional 5%? We were just shitting on that like hard a second ago. Would you pay an extra 5% tax hmm. knowing that that revenue is deposit- deposited directly into this trust fund that is intended to go back to individuals and businesses in communities hmm. impacted by the war on drugs? Would you pay an additional 5% for that? It's a kind of a hard question. Because, so, I mean... Because, like, yes, but should the bur- should that burden be on the cannabis users? Is that is that what that means though? If is it is is the can is the consumer going to be the one that is paying that five percent tax? Or the consumer is the one who pays I at know. the end of the day. I so know. yeah, at the end of the day, there's going to be five percent increase on all of the wherever it's layered into it. So you yeah. know, it could even be five percent tax between the farmer and the processor and then between the processor know, and, then and then the retailer. Gets, you know, like there could be paying, yeah. extra yeah, yeah, layers yeah, yeah, of 5% yeah, yeah. tax, which then means that the government is not actually paying for any sort of, I don't have a better word than this, but reparations for the communities impacted by the war on drugs. Oh, it is yes, the, the people. users who is going, who is doing this. Hmm. You know, do you yeah. see what I'm no, saying? No, I totally like, get it. Yeah. That's like a little... The people who were impacted by the war on drugs are paying for the trust fund that go back to people who were affected by the war on drugs. Right. Hmm. Okay. Which, okay, but like, if if rich white Americans are like the fastest growing group of cannabis Cannabis users, users, and they are people with disposable income who are buying more, I guess you could consider that could be... But... A chunk of it, but it's also but like we're also making it even more inaccessible for BIPOC use like users who yeah. traditionally use it to be able to use it. Right. Fuck. Right. <sighs> but then again, like where 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 else would the money for this trust fund come from? You know, like White this has been rich. <laughs> this, yeah, like businesses maybe mm. that we can 
defund the military a little bit, reallocate. Right. There's like their money is there. The money, hello. The money Dude, is there. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. Do you know how much money I could do with what I could do with my tax money? Right. I could do so much if I didn't have to do that. But I do it because I like my roads. And yeah, I but like, how much of your money actually goes no, towards that stuff? No, it doesn't. Which is the shittiest part about it. It's like I don't know. We don't. We don't even know. Does somebody know that? How many of our what? Where does our what? Our, this is why I think that we should. Sorry, finish your thing. Sorry. What? <laughs> where are our taxes allocated to? Like what? I want to know. There's got to be something on the internet for that. Somebody send that to me. Someone, <laughs> someone, you. Okay, Ashleen, go. Oh, fuck, I lost it. Sorry. No, but what? Wait, what were you just saying? It was along those lines. How are we allocating it? Yeah. This goes back to this idea of vote with your dollars. Mm. Why can we not have sovereignty over our own mm-hmm. tax money? We know that we owe whatever, whatever. I'm just gonna say three thousand dollars a year for your in for your in for your taxes. And, but you go online and you say, okay, I want to put $50 towards my roads and services. I want to put $50 towards yeah. my police. I want to put yeah. $150 towards schools. You know, like how, why can't we vote with our dollars? Like literally because vote with our dollars. <laughs> Another system to topple that we need to like re- do. But once it's toppled, we got we got solutions, you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we got, got ideas. Okay, well, maybe fuck this tax, but also maybe not fuck this tax. Yeah. Who knows? The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> that one's a catch twenty two. Yeah. Um, um, makes small business administration loans and services available to entities that are cannabis related, legitimate businesses or service providers. Love that one. Makes I, okay. Let me reread that. Sorry. Okay. Make small business administration loans and services available to entities that are cannabis-related, legitimate businesses or services. Okay, cool. So, so right there's going now, to be federal loans available for cannabis brands. Exactly. Love that. Exactly. And right now, um, I don't think this addresses this specifically, but the cannabis businesses don't get a lot of tax cuts that regular right. businesses get. Right. They can't write off... Um, giving their employees health insurance. They can't write off the property they own. They That's can't crazy. write off... I think they can write off, like, certain expense, Or I think they can write off the product. They can write off the weed. But they can't write off, like, their Costco their, trips, yeah. the, you know, whatever their... Whatever any other small business can write off. So, I would hope, I would think that... Uh, decriminalizing marijuana, yeah. removing it from this from the controlled substances list would and allow services available. So. Yeah, so would allow a lot of that stuff to be, be open to yeah. cannabis businesses. I like, that. like it makes it so that cannabis industry employees cannot get mortgages because their income oh, is federally not. illegal. Oh, that's fucked up, y'all. It's so fucked up. It is. It is limiting the economy. Okay. Well, hopefully. I mean, ho- hopefully this helps. That. I mean, I don't think it specifically addresses that, but I think that would be yeah, like a waterfall effect mm-hmm. type of a thing. Okay, next bullet point. Um, prohibits the denial of federal public benefits to a person on the basis of certain cannabis-related conduct or convictions. So you... Prohibits the denial of federal public benefits to a person on the basis of certain cannabis-related conduct. So like... um. Like WIC? Yeah, yeah. Food stamps? Yeah, but the federal versions of those. I think those are state programs, which I can't even, I don't know what those programs are, but yeah, people Hmm. are denied stuff. They can't do things because they have cannabis conviction. So that stops that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Similarly, prohibits the denial of benefits and protections under immigration laws on the basis of a cannabis related event. So I don't think they can. Evict, evict isn't the right word. No, um, deport. Deport. You can't deport somebody because they have weed. Right. Okay. Um, establishes a process to expunge convictions and conduct sentencing review hearings related to federal cannabis offenses. Okay, so it's going to start to expunge convictions and re- and conduct sentence review hearings. Speaking for of that, who are currently uh, serving sentences. I saw on, I'm going to verify this right now, um, the last prisoner 
project. Mm -hmm. Um, Richard, the man who's been in prison for like 35 years for not a drug charge or whatever the fuck, he got released yesterday. As of November, I mean, whoa, whoa, (laughs) December, as of December 9th, so he got out December 8th, oh my god. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't think I know his story. Richard DeLisi, he has been in prison for like 30... Is it 32? Two years. Longest serving cannabis prisoner was released from prison and reunited with his loving family. Dang, 32 years. Yeah. I wonder what the charge was. Because, like, what would he, what would have happened for 32 years? Probably trafficking. Yeah. Probably trafficking, like, mad, mad. Yeah, Yeah, like a semi truck full. Yeah. Or, like, a ship from Thailand type Mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. That could be. Oh, yeah, like flying it in or something. Yeah. Ooh crazy 32 years that's an entire like that's i'm 30 gen- yeah that's longer than i've been Born alive is 32 that's his whole adam's life. 32 yeah. yeah whoa 1988 yeah dang well that's a long time so great love that love an expunged conviction and a reviewed sentence perfect directs the government accountability office to study the societal impact of cannabis legalization love that love more data mm-hmm Let's do it. And then we also, going back to the article that we read earlier about the um, bill that just got passed. The research The research bill. So that's cool. Yeah. House approves marijuana research bill days after voting to federally legalize cannabis. Yeah. Because, yeah, we can't be using that University of Mississippi weed. That's another thing we should post. (laughs) A picture of some of that that weed because it's been floating around the internet. And it really looks like... Show wag. It looks like a hemp plant grown in like Afghanistan. You know, yeah, like, like a, land raised. Yeah, nobody's touched not this nothing. for centuries. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay, on the outside, more act. You look great and all. <clears throat> Definitely confused about that. Not confused. Feel icky about the tax, tax and what was the other thing? Fund. Oh, and the permit. Yeah, the permit situation, and then whatever that other one was that I already lost. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we just need to do more research. You know, maybe unpopular opinion, but I don't think we're ready for federal legalization. How so? I just... I Too don't, many? I don't think that we are ready because the little craft cannabis guy is going to get eaten out <laughs> <laughs> and not eaten out, but like eaten alive, eaten alive by the big pharma. Like I, we need to, we need to really intentionally write these bills yeah. to not let Big business. Biz, big business make the most money out of this. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a good point. So I just don't think that we're quite evolutionarily consciously ready to do that yet. Yeah. There's not enough there's not enough young people who are in touch with what's going on in real life mm-hmm. in charge yet. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by which I mean to say there's too many old men in charge. (laughs) Way too many old men who don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, But I feel like we're in a step in the right direction. I don't think that this is going to pass in the The Senate. Senate. Everything dies in the Senate. Yeah. So, unless fucking Donald Trump's like, I don't even know if that's the play he could make, but like... Just legal, federally legalized. Yeah, I'm the president. Yeah, legalize me. Like, last move. Yeah, leaving office. Be like, pass it so that I can get it about get this before January 21st. Yeah, yeah, or point whatever but, day that is. That would be cool. I mean, I mean, uh, that, but, but I don't really love this. Then, yeah, and then, no, it's a, it's how is it going to be changed in the Senate? Yeah, you know, exactly. like I don't even think we really got into this much just now, but like they, oh no, I guess we touched on it, but they 
changed, they amended the bill as it was submitted before it was oh, right, right, approved right, right. Yeah. in the House of Representatives. Right. And one of the big things that was added at the end mm-hmm. was that whole permitting. Yeah. Kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. So, <laughs> I do I just think we have more work to do. Yeah. I don't disagree. But we definitely want to do what we can to, like, make sure that this isn't dropped. You know, like, yeah. we need to, we do need to address these awful convictions for mm-hmm. people. You know, we need to address the fact that these, having this on your record can fuck with your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, people's lives were ruined because of a, t- they were holding an ounce of weed, oh you know. God. It's so stupid. Yeah. So we do need to pay attention to this. We do need to keep this moving. Maybe not as written, and we will see what the Senate says. Yeah. But, and also, really, truly, if you know anything about it, let us know, because we can talk to you, and then everyone will know. Yeah. So, this was fun. That was fun. This was fun. This was interesting. Yeah. I hope you all en- enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, we'll link all of the websites that we used in our show notes, mm-hmm. so y'all can follow along and take notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was but cool. Yeah, that was fun. That was cool. We'll have to do I this again like with I something learned. else. I know. I feel like I learned. I Learning know. with the chronic gal. Yeah. Every day. Love it. Love okay, it. well, I guess that wraps it for up for today. I think so. Um, thank you all so much for being here. You're amazing. We love you so much, we and do. we're so happy to be back. Yes, we are. Um, if you aren't already, please make sure you follow us on Instagram at chronicals underscore podcast. If you have anything to say about this episode, email us at chronicals at gmail.com. Like, review, subscribe, and share if, with your friends. Yeah, for sure. Let's Please. grow the smoke circle. Let's do it. You can send us a tip on Cash App at dollar sign Chronic Gals. Yeah, you can. If any of this resonates with you, let's share a joint. Let's share a joint. And hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time for another episode of The, the Chronic, Chronic Gals. Gals.